This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. My name is Sarah Shipley, and I've slept with five women. But since I married a man, no one asks the kind of persons I choose anymore. I've been married six times, all of them men and all of them taken from me. By God or by man, death in all cases, my first husband is who I remember most. First husband was once born in 1948 and was murdered, just like my third. But I wasn't surprised, devastated, but not surprised, because we're all on the verge of somebody else's violence. It used to scare people when I let down my guard and confessed that my husbands were murdered. They would call me cursed, not unlucky. In fact, the word unlucky would only be used by those who thought I had something to do with it, because no one's that unlucky. So now when people ask how my husbands died, I say they stopped breathing. And for my own sake, I don't remember the faces of those who took their breath anymore. I was 40 years old when first husband died the first time. And in every life, 40 is the age when I start losing things. Memories, my glasses, my friends. The frequency of their deaths make dying pedestrian. But not always. Sometimes, it is life-altering. It hurts me to watch the anguish of others who don't understand it's not always over. Not for everybody. First husband was devastated when he lost his mother, Florence Mary Clay. She had nine kids. In 1956, when he was eight years old, Mary walked off the cotton fields to work cleaning classrooms, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., $2 a week slave labor. But we all thought we were rich, first husband said. Mary was the first woman janitor at his school in Mississippi, preschool through high school, one school for all the Negroes, and she kept the whole school clean by herself. At lunch, she worked in the lunchroom making sandwiches for all us children, he said, serving warm plates and apples, and she never missed a day. So folks respected my mama. On Sundays, he and his brothers would walk up Columbus Street, their skin dark as wet soil, and their new haircuts lined and shaped into something like a helmet full of black flowers. They'd wear Sunday suits then, each pressed paper hard and without crinkle or sound, hand-folded around their bodies like wearing origami. Folks would point and say, those are Mary Clay's kids, and they'd make room for them. That's how I knew about people, first husband said. Not by the way they treated me, but how they treated my mama. Respected her. That's how I decided who I liked and who I didn't. The other children at school would straighten their chairs and pick up trash before the school day ended because they knew my mama was coming. First husband was 18 years old when his mama died. She was 61 years of age. So at her funeral... He started counting down his own life because he was convinced he wouldn't outlive her. He counted 43 more years to make something of himself. First thing he did was call off the wedding. You see, his girlfriend Olive was pregnant, and marriage was the Christian thing to do, 
But since his mama was gone, they had no reason to pretend they were religious. So he moved to California, and Olive said she'd stay with her family in Mississippi to have the baby, and that was that. By the time I met first husband, he was 45 years old and had already stopped chasing the son he'd abandoned in Mississippi. He decided the best thing to do was to wait and let his son find him when his son was ready. And every birthday that edged him closer to 61, he reminded me that he didn't have much time. I know I'll die by 60, he'd tell me, because I'm not worth more than what Mama had. I'd argue. I'd tell him no one could know when his time was to die. But he said he did know. And then he proved it. First husband died at 60 years old, and I don't disagree with him anymore. <laughs>